Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers! You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and the Chocolate Starfish. <laughs> Wait, does this mean I can start calling you the Chocolate Starfish? Yeah, and, oh, you, and you're the oh hot no. dog flavored water. I was just going to say. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> I'm the hot dog flavored water. <laughs> All right, let's Bring keep... it home. <laughs> Bring it down. All right, Colin, let's keep on rolling, baby. <laughs> you know what time it is. <laughs> Are you ready? I listened to that song on the, the rocket at Universal. It makes that ride like oh. infinitely better. <laughs> oh, yes. I move in. I move out. You know when you go on the drop? <laughs> yeah, dude. They actually cut the song because I did the same thing, of course. When I went Obviously, on it, I was to. like, this ride has Limp biscuit in, in the seat. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, I was already strapped in. I didn't know what I was getting into. But now but... you're strapping on. Yeah. Yeah. No need for a strap on. I was rock hard. I was like, you got Limp Biscuit on this roller coaster? But did you notice that they actually like cut the song so that it it certain moments of the song happen in sync with like the loops and the drops yeah, and everything? Keep rolling, rolling. Yeah. And then you're like going through a corkscrew. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, man. Well, uh, guess what, everybody? We got a special spicy episode. Going down today. Yeah! <laughs> you actually do a really good impression of him. <laughs> Get the fuck up! <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, was a very big Limp Biscuit fan when I was a young adolescent. Same. Nice. nice. I actually thought about it because today, in prep for the episode, I put on put on you know a little bit of Limp Biscuit on shuffles. Yeah. Like, let me uh, let me listen to uh, all their hits, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but I was listening to it and I was like. I really need to like apologize to my parents for making them listen to this when I was a kid, especially your dad. Because we were we'd be like in the car and I'd be like, put on like Limp Biscuit. That was like one of my first albums was Chocolate yeah. Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water. And I remember one time he was just like, "This is dog shit." <laughs> He's not wrong, but it's so cool. I had the douchiest drive to your house today because I was just. Windows down, cranking Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Listening to Break Stuff. Alexa, play Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit. Starting now on Amazon Music. <laughs> it's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked and everybody sucks. <laughs> don't even know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> you can only do so much of that. Listen, Con, I gotta I gotta warn you. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. Because right now I'm dangerous. <laughs> what does he say? 
Um, my suggestion is to keep your distance. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I hope you know I pack a chainsaw. <laughs> I'll skin your ass raw. Please do. <laughs> please, please, please. But yeah, we are doing the fanatic, directed by the one and only Fred Durst. Yeah. Now it's it's funny because you texted me maybe like a month ago and you were like, "We need to do the fanatic," and I was like, "What the fuck's the fanatic? I've never heard of that." And then I checked. Before you even texted me back, I checked the Rotten Tomatoes on it, and I saw the score, and I was like, "I don't want to do this, man." And then, and then, you, and then you text me back, and you're like, "Fred Durst directs it," and I was like, "I need to do this." Yeah, we have I, was to like, see I was like, this "Oh movie. my god, you got a John Travolta Fred Durst tag team going on." Yeah, Ooh. Ooh. This, he's this, actually, oh. you know, this is we'll get to it, but this is his third, um, know. you know, directorial. <laughs> Feature length film, and, uh, and none of them have scored like above a thirty. But do you or see, he he got Jesse Eisenberg for one of them. <laughs> well, I mean, Jesse Eisenberg was also in Batman v Superman. That's true. But he got Jesse Eisenberg, and then the other time, other movie, he got the uh, the Great Ice Cube. Wow, like a giant ice cube, <laughs> just a really big ice. He actually directed the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been like around the time Limp Bizkit was super popular. That too. would be really if, like, man, the Titanic was sunk by an ice cube. <laughs> One ice cube. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, we're doing we're doing this movie. Oh yeah, we are. I I have been super excited. Thank you for sending it to me too. Saved me uh saved me a couple bucks having to rent it from YouTube. I don't know if you should put that on the episode. Too late. <laughs> Can't edit it out. But how have you been? Um, I've been, I've been fine. Yesterday kind of sucked because uh, I was I was getting breakfast from the deli right by my apartment, mm-hmm. and as I'm backing out, you know how like the road is by that deli, which deli? I mean, Central Edenville. No, it's by my apartment. I don't know if you've even gone past my yeah. apartment. It's just a little bit past my apartment. Anyways, it's on like this major road. Like the uh, the parking lot is parallel to this. You know busy street so i'm waiting i pull out of the spot and i'm i'm uh perpendicular to the cars that are parked mm-hmm. and i'm waiting to pull out because there's cars coming this fucking old ass piece of shit dude backs up straight into me was the damage bad it's all cosmetic but it like popped my bumper off one side a little bit and oh. it's like dented up and scratched to shit so did you call the cops no, I didn't call the cops. I did, I did all the information and all the insurance stuff because I'm like, yeah, I'm not fucking paying for this. He said he would pay for it, but I'm like, dude, I'm telling my insurance anyways because yeah. I'm like, it's not going to hurt my premium because I'm so not at fault mm-hmm. and I have pictures and everything. So like, I'm good, but man, I was so pissed. And then I, I did the I did the research after I looked at his license. Not research. I did math, simple math. Mm-hmm. This dude is 86 years old. Okay. Why the fuck is anybody letting him drive? <laughs> 86. He couldn't he couldn't write down my information. He couldn't write because of his hands. He couldn't write anything with a pen and paper. He can't write. Yeah. And he had a cane. He can't even walk. Mm-hmm. If you can't walk and you can't write, you probably can't drive. Well, that's why he's driving, because he can't walk. Touche. <laughs> makes a lot of Touché. sense. Touche. <laughs> so that's how I started my, uh, my Saturday morning. So I was pretty pissed off oh that sucks yeah it sucks but it's just one of those days where i just didn't want to wake up (laughs) everything was fucked and that old piece of shit sucks sucks. (laughs) yeah so somebody's grandpa almost got 
Almost caught these hands. <laughs> he almost got his head ripped off. <laughs> yeah, I almost skinned his ass raw. <laughs> I hope he knows I pack a chainsaw <laughs> in my trunk. <laughs> well, so, that, yeah. is, that is crappy. Yeah, so, uh, and I'm getting over a cold. But yeah. how, well, how about you? You just came back from the city today. Yeah, I was in the city. Went to Governor's Island. It's pretty cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, how many governors did you see while you were there? I saw at least probably like nine of them or something. Wow. Yeah, that was crazy. That is nuts. Um, yeah, no, been doing good. Hockey season's almost, almost starting, so that's good. Yeah, I know you've been um, hyped with the hockey news. Yeah, this sucked. Watched a movie that might be the worst movie of the year. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were telling me a little bit about this. And it's a movie I have in my queue. Oh, yeah, so you're, you're going to see it. I won't really say yeah. much about it, but The Haunting of Sharon Tate is brutal. Dude, I've watched so many bad movies over the last week. Being Frank, which is a Jim Gaffigan movie, where like like he has two families and it's like been a secret okay. or whatever. It was just a nothing movie. Shocking. There was nothing. It was shocking that two women would want to fuck Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's the most shocking. But no, like it. It made a nothing but predictable moves. It wasn't funny ever. I literally never laughed. Couldn't even smile. Nothing about it. It had no redeeming value. And then like the brawler, which is about Chuck Wepner. It's like a biopic about him. That's the guy who. Uh, Stallone based like Rocky off of yeah. or whatever who like event eventually Chuck Wepner sued him so that he can get money from the Rocky franchise basically oh cool <laughs> yeah sweet <laughs> cool dude uh, and The Poison Rose which is another John Travolta movie yeah that'll, that we'll talk about <sighs> I haven't seen that yet but I know oh, about it watch it it's bad that's on Amazon <laughs> if you wanna oh okay nice yeah I have something to look forward to <laughs> dude Amazon has all of the worst movies from 2019 on it right now <laughs> Because that's how I'm going to end up watching the... Haunting of Sharon Tate. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to you seeing it. Just I didn't realize that was Hillary Duff. Yeah, it's Hillary Duff. Now I'm really excited. It was funny. Brianna and her friend, they brought up Hillary Duff last night when we were out. And I was like, had my fix of Hillary Duff for probably a lifetime now after watching that movie the other night. Yeah. Honestly, though, I'm not going to get into the whole thing. I don't know how much of it is actually her fault. Okay. But... Okay. Well, it'll be interesting for me to go and... Uh... I guess survive that movie. Yeah. Dude, but I, I I don't want any more bad movies. I guess uh speaking of movies though, we got to go to a screener. Oh yeah, we did. That was that was a fun experience. Yeah, super cool. We cannot disclose any information about the film itself because we signed a number of paperwork. Yeah, it was a lot of paperwork. But you know what? It felt cool to be like exclusive. Yeah, it did feel cool. And we were told that we were the first audience to ever see this movie. Yeah. I don't know if that meant like just our theater. I have a feeling that... I that... think they were doing simultaneous screenings in different like sectors yeah. of the US or something like that. That's, that's what I think. Because there's like a third party who was hired by the... The movie studio it's to funny. test screen. Yeah, it's funny, or maybe not funny, but like the next day, because we were talking about it in the car yeah. with my with my brother, who also went with us as one of our guests, and he actually texted me. Someone like the next day, I don't know if they were part of that company or someone within the studio or just some rando, but basically yeah. they were like, this movie is like this, and they like described like something that was, oh, wow. was a huge surprise for me about it, and, <laughs> and I was like, okay <laughs> so there that goes but uh you yeah, know it was it i don't even know if we could say what movie it was probably can't i wouldn't say what movie it was but 
very excited for its official release. Oh yeah, when th- when this comes out, uh, we there will be an episode. I cannot wait to see it. It sucks because it it doesn't come out for a while. Yeah, and I want to see it again so badly. I know. I especially want to see if they change anything. Yeah, me. That's one thing. I because I want to see what changes that they told us was unfinished when we saw it. Right, because they did mention that some of like the visual effects are unfinished, and you can tell when you're watching the movie. It doesn't take you out of it. It's fine. Yeah, but. That was something that was really cool because I've never been in a movie theater watching a movie that is technically unfinished. Like the credits weren't finished. They said like the soundtrack or some, something about the, the score. Soundtrack. The score wasn't complete yet. Like it, or the music might not was have been still like in the works. Yeah, it might yeah. not have been like fully mixed or something too. Mm-hmm. They said the sound wasn't done. The visual effects weren't where they wanted to be. That and you know what? Even with the visual effects being mentioned, there were only five moments where I really noticed that they were using visual effects. So either they already finished 90% of the visual effects or they were only using CGI for five key scenes, which is also really cool. And if you think about the movie without us saying it, there's not a lot of moments where you would really need special effects. Like there's like small things. Yeah. Yeah. There's really things. tiny, like, like stitching things that they, they would use. Yeah. Yeah. No, su- super cool. The whole experience was cool. It was like annoying at, at first, I think, cause they were like, bagging our cell phones and stuff like that yeah we thought we talked shit about regal for the guy telling you to get off your phone during a trailer they literally put my phone in a ziploc bag before we even sat down but no it was really cool experience hopefully we get to do that again because that was that was really awesome yeah we're important people so i can imagine we're gonna get invited to more of those (laughs) i'd I'd assume so i mean come on i mean fans of the pod (laughs) the only thing about it though is it was a free screening and i kind of felt cheated that i didn't get to use my a-list because it does make me feel good well you used the a-list when you got you got your foods yeah that's another thing about the amc that we went to at garden state in jersey they respect the priority line always always 100 percent of the time <laughs> up by us it's like 50 50 if they want to or not <laughs> if they feel like confrontation anarchy yeah but yeah man when we go to garden state all the time the guy's just like i gotta take them first I got to mm-hmm. take them first. They're like, are you a member? They're like, no, I got to take him first. They don't give a fuck. They do it the right way. Yeah. Love it. So much respect to them. Give them five stars. Yeah. Speaking of five stars, give us five stars on Apple podcasts so you can get some free shit. Yeah, doing a contest. If you give us five stars and a written review on iTunes. Yeah. The written review is important because that's how we actually know who left a review. Yeah. And then we can shout you out and send you free stuff. Yeah. So, five-star written review, you get entered into a contest. We're giving away some free swag, T-shirts, towels, whatever you want. Something. Maybe yeah. not too big. We can't spend that much money. <laughs> yeah. Relax. <laughs> Chill. Come on, bro. Yeah. We we see movies for free, basically. So, don't expect us to spend too much money on <laughs> some T-shirts for you. You fucking swampy. <laughs> yeah, man. And if you want to see the T-shirts that we have, go to todosmoviereviews.com. Yeah, we have stores there. Stores there, written reviews. I actually have some reviews that I want to write for some things I've seen recently. Some good, some bad. I try not to do, if I watch like five bad movies in a row, I try not to write a review for each of them because I don't want to just put up a bunch of negative Negative reviews. reviews. Yeah. For the most part, I like it if we can be positive on the show. Mm -hmm. Generally, if a movie's really bad, we just don't do an episode on it. Yeah. There's been a, a couple episodes where we just like had to do it, especially in the summer cram. Because they were like big blockbusters, highly anticipated, Godzilla, Dark Phoenix. But even those movies, we were like, 
excited for, and then right. and then Going into the movie it. wasn't good, but we were like, all right, well, we've already committed. Like we've committed. We wanted to do an episode on this. Now we're doing it. We just yeah. don't like the movie. I feel like there's only been one time where we've actually sought out a bad movie, and that was Holmes and Watson, which is the third <laughs> yeah. third movie that we reviewed on this. That was probably a show. mistake. <laughs> probably <laughs> probably a rough start. So we did well. The first one, Creed two, hot out the gates. Not a bad movie to choose to yeah. start a podcast. I really on. like that one. Yeah, and then Holmes and Watson, just two movies later. What the fuck were we thinking? <laughs> it was actually Creed, and then Academy Award winner Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then Holmes and Watson. Watson. <laughs> Cleaned up with the Razzies. Holmes and Watson did go on to win a Duty Award, so I mean that's true. Oh, I'm so excited for this year's duties. We're yeah. getting close to the end of the year. Like we're mm-hmm. starting to get like the Oscar movies coming out. Yeah. Speaking of the fanatic, and um, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting really pumped. Like we actually got to like sit down and plan our duties. Like yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna I- be coming at it a different way because the duties was only like within our first ten episodes. Not even. Yeah, probably it's probably like episode five or six. Yeah. So we're gonna do it a little bit differently this year. But you know what? Enough about enough about the duties. We can worry about that in a couple of months. Mm-hmm. But before we even get to the duties, we gotta go somewhere else, Colin. Where do we gotta go? We gotta go to the ocean, actually, because it's the only place I know where I can find a chocolate starfish. Oh wow! And I'm I'm thirsty. Do you have anything I can drink? I I packed some hot dog flavored water. Oh, really? Can I? Let me take a sip of that. Glug glug. <laughs> this tastes like regular water. Colin, you're a phony. <laughs> you're a phony. <laughs> you're a phony. <laughs> Fuck seats. <laughs> so we're going to the ocean. We got our chocolate starfish. I'm sipping on this quote unquote hot dog flavored water. It just tastes like regular water to me. And I said, Fuck seats. We don't need seats where we're going. Cause where we're going. Wait, back to the future. Where we're going, we don't need seats, <laughs> right? Yeah. Where we're going, we don't need roads. Is that the quote? I don't know. There's no roads where we're going, because we're going all the way to the to the trailer park. <laughs> In the trailer park, we only pay with $3 bills, y'all. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice pull. I am proud of you, sir. What are we talking we are talking chainsaws out. <laughs> Knives out. Knives out. That's right. I got chainsaws on the brain, y'all. So what do you think of this movie so far, just before we get into the, the trailer park? I know you're, you seem I, pretty excited for it, right? Yeah. I saw the trailer for this maybe, this was a little while ago I saw this trailer. Might have been when I saw Ready or Not. May have been a movie around that time. Dude, have you seen the cast in this fucking movie? Oh, it's got an insane cast. Packed. To the gills. The uh I mean Chris Evans, love the man. Yep. It's America's great, great ass. <laughs> it is yeah. America's ass. Uh Daniel Craig, I really like Daniel Craig. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Daniel Craig? That's England's ass. Yes, it kind of is. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> Christopher Plummer. I don't know where he's from. <laughs> I looked at you, I'm like, come on. Is Chris Hemsworth in it? That's Australia's ass. Yeah. Anna de Armas, she's from uh Blade Runner 2049. Okay. She plays yep. Joy. Yep. Tony Collette's in it. Yeah. Dude. Michael Shannon. It's pretty stacked. And it seems, it almost makes sense if it did play for Ready or Not because, well, we'll talk about it more once the trailer's rolling, but like, it kind of seems like a fun kind of whodunit movie. Whodunit. 
Yeah. I, I like I like that. I think it says in the trailers like that it's like a who done it. Okay. I've only seen the trailer the one time in theaters and then like afterwards I texted you. I'm like, dude, have you seen this thing? It's fucking it's fucking loaded. My only reservation about it is that I'm not the biggest Ryan Johnson fan. That's right. I knew there was a director in here who uh he's the director and writer. Yeah. And I mean he's and, done some good things. I like Looper. Looper's pretty good. I didn't see Looper. I mean, he's done a few episodes of Breaking Bad. Not a lot, though. You can't feel like you can't really credit him for Breaking Bad, right? But I really did not like what he did with the Last Jedi. But that might have been because he's trying something different in a franchise where the fans don't want you to really divert too far from the uh, the no- quote unquote norm of what the franchise already is. I don't know, like. But then he did. He did, and then it backfired. But I'm kind of like, but it wouldn't have backfired if the movie was good. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think judging off of a Star Wars movie is tough because Star Wars movies almost are their own thing separate from the director's work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, J.J. Like, Abrams, you don't when you say J.J. Abrams, you're not just like, oh, the Star Wars guy. You're like, because oh, he's done the Star Trek guy. Yeah, <laughs> the Star Trek guy. He did that other star movie. <laughs> Oh, you know what? We couldn't think of a connection for the trailer park. I just figured it out. What? Ryan Johnson did Star Wars. Fred Durst did Chocolate Starfish. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're a genius. Oh, my. We are the greatest <laughs> podcast of all time. We are movie professionals, people. We are working on a higher level than the rest of you swampies. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess that you can't look at Star Wars or something like that as a Ryan Johnson like creation because he's he's going off of also a storyline that J.J. Abrams already kind of started. And, up and you're not him. gonna pigeonhole Quentin Tarantino as the Star Trek guy after he does the Star Trek movie that he's supposedly written on for. So yeah, exactly. I guess that does make sense, but I don't know. I just thought that he tried way too hard to be different, and instead there was just so much stuff that I was like, that is so whack. Yeah, I mean, you can go. There's things I liked, but there's a lot of things that I have no idea how it didn't be like. Well, they didn't fix it. Maybe with this being something he's directing and writing, even if it's not as much a passion project, it might be something that he has a little bit more freedom to kind of do his own thing and have more fun with it. I think he was the sole writer on Last Jedi, though. Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) I'm trying so hard to cut this guy a break. Fuck this movie. (laughs) Oh, then you know what's another connection? Divisive directors. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Fred Durst isn't divisive. Yeah, people just hate him. (laughs) Except for us. We're the only people who really love him. I don't love him. Uh, All right, well, spoiler alert for, I guess, how we're going (laughs) to feel about this movie later. Start this fucking trailer, though. I'm Detective Lieutenant Elliot, and this is Trooper Wagner. We just want to ask a few questions. We understand the night of his demise, the family had gathered. Yeah, we forgot to, to say Jamie Lee Curtis. No, I said her. Oh, well, I forgot to listen to you say Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Lakeith. Um, yeah. Oh, dude, he's so good, too. Mm-hmm. I can never remember his last name. That was great. Yeah, you're right. Right there says writer and director of The Last Jedi. I would like to request and Looper. you all stay until the investigation is completed. Out of all these people in the movie, who are you most excited to see? What? Can we ask why? 
Has something changed? Tony Collette, probably. No, I was going to say, I think it might be Tony Collette for me. It's either Tony Collette or it's Daniel Craig, I think. Daniel Craig doesn't really do it for me, but I haven't seen all of his Bond movies. Actually, you which ones to... have you seen? Well, that's the thing that you're going to get upset with me about now. I've only seen Casino Royale. Oh, Casino Royale is really good, though. Yeah, I remember liking it. I saw it in theaters when it came out. It's weird. He's done four, and Casino Royale and Skyfall, which are the first and third ones that I've done, are amazing. And then the second and fourth one. Like, yeah, it good. What was the fourth one? Uh, Spectre. That's right. Yeah, it's a whodunit. Spill it. I suspect foul play. I like the vibe of this. I eliminated no suspects. <laughs> I'm gonna live. It's crazy. There's a lot of other names that are popping up that I'm like, I don't remember their name, but I know their faces immediately. Like everybody in this movie is somebody. Yeah. What is this? CSI KFC? Yeah, I feel like this is gonna be like a tongue-in-cheek kind of movie. This might be more like Clue than we compared Ready or Not, you know? Yeah, it might be. There's um, there's already some buzz about this movie because there's been early screenings for this too. Oh, really? Yeah, the buzz behind this is really strong. Also. Oh, good. Yeah, good. And I think I'll, I think a lot of people are saying it's kind of uh like almost like an ode to like old school, you know, or like olden. Uh, mystery movies and then also just see I, I love that genre too yeah and it's it says also like one thing i hate about that genre is when it's a lot of just like back and forth backstabbing but none of it actually makes sense in context of the characters it's just yeah. more so like we're gonna be cool for yeah. the sake of twists yeah this from what people have said is that it's like a really tight script that's good yeah a movie if you're playing a mystery movie it needs to be smart yeah because if it's not smart it's stupid. <laughs> it's only one or the other. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> mystery movies typically aren't my thing. And I think that's just because I think there's so many that just do the same thing, which is what I was talking about. It's like, yeah. oh, we're all backstabbing each other. But there's a lot of tropes in mystery movies. So if this movie plays on those a little bit, that can be something that's really interesting. And they can do have like a lot of fun kind of poking holes through those tropes. Yeah. I mean, they don't show me any of that in the trailer. I'm just speculating and hoping, but with this many high caliber actors signed on to this movie, I can't imagine they all read it and was just like, this is great if it was actually dog shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know we had talked about this and you're like, that cast, it has to be good. And then I was mainly playing around because I couldn't really think of many, but I was like, Nah, have you seen movie 43? That movie shit. Yeah, that's a, a good cast. point. But this has happened a lot lately where a movie we're doing the trailer park of actually has a Rotten Tomatoes score already. Yeah, that has. That's like the this third time. This is like time. the third time. But this has a score also. Really? And it's not like it's got only a few reviews. It's got a lot of reviews. It's got 60. You want to know what it's at? You want me to see? Yeah, it? yeah. Uh, 98. Whoa. Now yeah. I'm really excited for this movie. Yeah, so the, 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 the critics, we don't always agree with the critics. No, we don't. But, but the hype the hype is real on this movie. Hell yeah. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I'm pretty stoked for this. I want I want to know how much uh Christopher Plummer is actually going to be in the movie. Like I have a feeling he's going to be the person that gets killed. Yeah, maybe. It's usually like the old man. I just have a feeling it, it, it he was in um what was the movie? All the money in the world. Yeah. He was in that movie recently. 
But that was he wasn't even supposed to be in that movie. I feel like the stuff that he's been in, he's kind of in like a smaller capacity. And it's more of a thing like, holy shit, Christopher Plummer's in this movie. So I have a feeling he's going to be the one that gets killed. Now, take a prediction. Who did it? Who done it? Who did it? We're going to Vegas. We're fucking putting down $100. That's it? Fucking putting down a fucking million starfishes. <laughs> Are they vanilla? The chocolate, baby. Nice. <laughs> In that case, who done it? Oof. You know what? I'm going to throw a wild one out there. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig. Oh, damn. You took mine. Okay, I'll, I'll do a different one just to be different. <sighs> I'm going to say Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. That's another yeah. good, good call. I'm going to say Jamie Lee Curtis did it. I think it's going to be a combination of people anyways. It might be one of those movies where it's like everybody did it. Have yeah. you seen that happen in a few things? Yeah, where, it's yeah. like everybody actually took part in it, but nobody knows who was the one who actually did it because yeah. they're all hiding something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that being a thing. But then again, that I think that's a thing that's been done before, so I don't know. Yeah, I think that was done on the uh, what was it the murder on uh, murder on the Orient Express? Maybe. That came out 2 years ago. I only saw it once in theaters. I wasn't like too high on it cuz again, I thought it was there was a lot of tropes. Yeah. Well, but, that's also like one of the oldest like mystery stories anyways, too. Like Yeah. So, if it is a trope, it's probably because they invented it. So it's like hard. It's hard to really like bash it for something that it invented that later every other movie stole Mm -hmm. and did over and over again. The that movie just like had no payoff for me. Yeah, I didn't see it. I just yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure this. It's basically like he's trying to figure out who did it the whole movie, and then it's all of them, and then he just walks away. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited for this. Also, uh, just wanted to say, is that um, what's his face from it? Yeah, it is. It is okay. It is it is nice i'm glad that he's getting into more movies because i really liked him in, yeah. in the it movies yeah Billy, else? right yeah that's we never even say the word the next hour of this podcast today junior Oh, that's that's the trailer we should have done. I don't know if there is a trailer for it. Uncut Gems. Yeah. Yeah, it's not out. It actually comes out t- uh, Tuesday. The trailer does? Yep. The trailer Oof. comes out Tuesday. Talking about the duties, we've been talking about a category we want to do where it's like an actor has been in like one of the best movies of the year, but also one of the worst movies of the year. Adam Sandler's already getting talk about an Oscar. Oscar yeah. Buzz. Like, what the fuck? I, hate, world I hated Murder Mystery, so I love Uncut Gems. That could be. That could be. Uh, could enter the category. Yeah. So, all right. You got anything else on this? I do not. Let's get the f*** out of here. I'm so excited to talk about Freddie D. <laughs> Freddie D? Because <laughs> he is a D-bag. <laughs> no, dude. Yes. We'll we'll talk more about it, but the Fanatic has D-bags sprayed all over it. Oh, yeah. Just hosed down in it. There's some parts that my jaw was dropped at how completely douchey it was. I was like, <laughs> are yeah, you Oh my god. Oh man. Every every character in this movie is a different part of Fred Durst's personality, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Should we just get into it now? You know what? I would love to, but I actually have a have a better idea. What's that? I got a game for us to play, baby. You're a phony. <laughs> We've been playing a lot of games, so keeping that ball rolling. Do you want to know uh, what game we're going to play? What's the name of the game? I had a really hard time coming up with a name. I'm going to go ahead and call it 
I did it all for the movies. <laughs> Alright, partner. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You like that? Yeah. So, so what this? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah, I'm like, what this exhale game, real quick. Yeah, what this game is, I'm going to tell you the name of a movie. Okay. And you are going to tell me if that movie has had a Limp Biscuit song in its soundtrack. <laughs> you, this is, this might be, I might be really upset after this because I might do okay at this. Yeah, the, you the, might. You there's might been actually. a few times where I've, I've actually watched the movie and I'm like, are they playing Limp Biscuit right now? And then I'll like look up the like the song and be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the best part about doing research for this is the fact that Limp Biscuit has an IMDb page. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have an IMDb page. We need to make something. We really do, man. We really do. All right. So I'm gonna keep it to just movies. There's gonna be some curveballs in there. So just. Be prepared. All right. A la Scar from Lion King. Okay. Be prepared. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Just wanted to make sure. Start things off <laughs> with a little movie called Angry Birds. That's true. I know that one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, one of, that's one of the ones. And that's funny because... <laughs> Who put Limp Biscuit in a kid's movie? I'm pretty sure because I looked that up because I was watching the Angry Birds movie and I was like, are they fucking playing Limp Biscuit right now? So I actually looked it up. That I'm pretty sure that song is a cover. So they oh, used really? a Limp Biscuit. They used a cover of a song. Um, I can't remember what it is, but I just remember being like, Oh, behind blue eyes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and and I was like, why? Why are they using a, like if you're gonna use the song, use the real song. Don't use Limp Bizkit's cover of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's probably substantially cheaper to just use Limp Bizkit. <laughs> All right, you're one for one. Good job uh, nailing it so far. Nice. We, if we stop now, be hundred percent. That's the goal, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might. You might do. Uh, you might do pretty good. Halle Berry film, Gothica. I remember that movie. When did that movie come out? Like late 2000s? I think it was like early 2000s. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes. I'm going to say yeah, there was there was a Limp Bizkit song in that movie. Yep, they're in there. <laughs> uh, Halle Berry. It's from 2003. 2003, okay. All right. All right. So that was like still like kind of, that was that was around that time. Yeah. Like was that was, maybe, that was like hot. maybe like, they yeah, I was going to say that was off. maybe like, oh, you say like four years after Chocolate Starfish maybe? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, got another one for you. Okay, this is great because it's it's relative to uh, recent movies we've talked about. Too fast, too furious. <laughs> mm. False. Damn it, you're good. Is it false? Yeah, it's false. It's false. Nice. Because you want to know why I'm going to say that? Why? Because it should be in there. It should be. It should be because they're douchey movies. You know it, why it wasn't? Why? Because it was in the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> 
Oh, oh no! <laughs> they used it in the first one. What song was it? Oh man, let what? me see. It's probably it was probably rolling, right? It's got to be rolling. If it's Fast and Furious, no, I think it was. This is uh, Fast and Furious is two thousand one, so it's it has to be. If they if it's not, it's a missed opportunity. I don't know. It doesn't list what songs are in there. <laughs> I'm I'm sure I could look it up individually, but to be real with you, I'm not taking that much time to do it. <laughs> so. Good, good for you, man. I need to look up that clip now. That's that's got to be legendary. Oh, it's, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's the best. That's it, good. it probably would be something off of like the album with Nookie and everything, though. You think so? I think so. Let me. I'm gonna look up what. Yeah. Oh, maybe not, because Chocolate Starfish was 2000, mm-hmm. and then Fast and Furious was 2001. So, could be anything. I have a feeling it's probably rolling. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> that would make sense. Wow. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Finley. Honestly, putting that song in the first one, probably the reason they're making nine of them. Probably. <laughs> People just, are waiting for Marlon Biscuit to show up. They're just movies. rolling off of that steam. All right, I'm three. Three for three. Yeah, three for three. Yeah, you're crushing it, man. All right. Mission Impossible 2. Sorry, MI2. MI2. False. True. True. Damn. In there, baby. Why did they put Limp Bizkit in a Mission Impossible movie? <laughs> Probably dun, the same song. Because my generation, <laughs> my generation. <laughs> I hope it's break stuff in there. <laughs> Tom Cruise will skin your ass raw. He's eye level with it. So. <laughs> All right, cool. I got you on one. Nice. All right, it's a movie that I've heard you talk about probably a hundred times, and you and your brother were talking about it in the car when we were on our way to that screening. Real Steel. Uh, yes. Yeah, there's a Limp Bizkit song. In All right, you remember the scene then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many times have you seen it? You, it comes up a lot with um, you. It's, I, we own it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is it really bad? It's it's not bad. It's actually it's pretty good. It's for- Wolverine fighting a robot, right? No, it's... Uh, so think in the future, basically humans don't want to see other humans wrestle mm-hmm. or box they want to see more like craziness so now it's like humans remotely control robots who box each other oh uh, that sounds stupid it's a it's a family movie i bet limp okay. biscuits in of course you're gonna enjoy yeah it. limp biscuits in there it's it's pretty good stuff i'm assuming <laughs> we'll just got the huge ackman in it the huge jack man all right Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Sixth Day. Sixth Day. Uh, I haven't seen that movie, so I'm just going to take a shot in the dark and say false. Yeah, it's false. Okay. It's from 2000, though. That was a guess. That was just a guess. Yeah, because Limp Biscuit was in a different Arnold Schwarzenegger movie called End of Days. Oh, I haven't seen that either. It's from <laughs> the year before. It's from 1999. <laughs> All right. You're, you're, pretty good at, you're pretty good at this. We have been getting way better at each other. We have games. been getting better at it, yeah. Let me see. I like when I'm just like, true. <laughs> like, right away, I know yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, I know it. I re- that scene is pivotal. Iconic. Iconic. There's one other one that I know for sure that there's a Limp Biscuit song in. So I wonder if you're going to say it or not. Oh, I wonder yeah. too. Okay. Big Daddy. True. Is that the one you were thinking? <laughs> no, but I know that too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're mixing Adam Sandler and Fred Durst. Durst. Big Daddy's a good movie. It's a bummer that Uncut Gems isn't out. I know. The trailer for it? Yeah. Uncut Gems. Is that a circumcision joke? Of course it is. (laughs) But is it? I'm being serious. Oh, I don't know. I think it is. Yeah. Because it's about like the Diamond District, right? Mm Mm-hmm. 
So like I get it there, but he's also playing like a Jewish man. So you think that's that's it's a double entendre? I think so. Okay. I don't know if the movie's supposed to be serious or not. I think it is. Well, whatever, man. <laughs> last one. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this is the last one? Last one. I wonder if it's the movie I'm thinking of. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Okay, if it isn't, I'm going to give you a little bonus answer. <laughs> All right. All right, go for it. Girl Next Door. That wasn't it. Um, I've seen this movie a good amount of times, too. Girl Next Door. I'm going to say true, and I'm going to say counterfeit, please. <laughs> <laughs> You're a phony. <laughs> is it counterfeit? Do you know? It is false. It's not in that movie. Oh, really? What's the movie you were going to say? 17 again? No, uh, Polly Shore is dead. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, I left that one out. The Girl Next Door is false? Yeah, that's false. Oh, okay. So you got two wrong, but that's really not bad. Okay. Out of like, I think I probably said like six or seven or eight. Yeah. Or nine or ten. I'm not proud of myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you really crushed it. Well, you knew the curveballs. See, I tried doing curveballs with just different sequels. I, (laughs) the Fast and Furious one. I was just like, there's no no way. These movies can't be that douchey. But they, <laughs> and it's funny that you got it right that it wasn't in the one I said, <laughs> but, but it was in one. Because you can't, if you're going to make a douchey movie, you got to have the douchiest band in the world in it. You have to. Which, spoiler alert, Limp Biscuit is also in this movie, The Fanatic. Yeah. I left them off the list because obviously. Yeah. <laughs> we can get to that. We can get to it. Oh, we'll we'll build up to that, but... Let's get the ball rolling on this. Let's talk about this movie. I know you got the details, yeah. so hit me with them. So, The Fanatic, it is written and directed by Fred Durst. Thank- oh, um, all right. I am going to jump ahead in my notes a little bit. It is my, like, fourth to last note. Who the fuck wrote this movie? It's Fred Durst and Dave Beckerman, it. and this is their first time writing a movie. Who's Dave Beckerman? Couldn't tell you. This is the first player of Limp Bizkit. <laughs> oh, that would be so sick. I'm gonna Google him. No, right I, I hope it's the, I hope it's the guitar player that always wore the makeup. No, his. I remember his name. I'm blanking on it now. I don't know, but I'll 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 figure it out. But yeah, Fred Durst wrote and directed it. So this is obviously a passion project of his. Oh, he for wanted sure. to do this for a while. He's never written anything, but this is the third feature length movie that he has directed. He did the long shots in two thousand eight with Ice Cube, which you had mentioned, and then the education of Charlie Banks in two thousand seven with uh Jesse Eisenberg. So oh, wow. yeah, he's he's actually gotten a few bigger names to be in some of his movies. Crazy. I'm pretty sure both those movies are dog shit. I haven't seen them before. I've so I've heard. <laughs> so you've heard. Yeah. And uh John Travolta, man, he's he's coming in hot with this one. He's playing Moose. You know, it hasn't been hasn't been an easy go for Mr. Travolta lately. And I think that with this movie, because if you don't remember, when Pulp Fiction came out, that was like a revival of John Travolta. He had been doing a string of not-so-good movies, and then Pulp Fiction springboarded his career again. Right. So I think this movie is going to be that springboard. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'll get to it in a bit. Okay. But actually, no, I'll just get to it now. Yeah, hit me with it. His last four movies... Zero percent. It can only go up. Hopefully, yeah, <laughs> yeah. How are? How do you do? How do you do four movies in a row that are zero? zero. Not a single person in the world recommended the your movie po- over four <laughs> movies. The The Poison Rose is one of those that I watched yeah. the same day I watched this movie. It's the Poison Rose, uh, <laughs> Trading Point, Speed Kills, and then Gotti. Oh, yeah, I heard about Gotti. Yeah, I didn't that... hear about the other ones, but I heard about Gotti. 
I skipped Gotti last year when it came. I was like, I can't do it. I don't blame you. <laughs> but yeah, man, I saw that and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's done it. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's weird because I, t- I think I texted you as I was in the middle of watching The Poison Rose and I was just like, I thought Travolta used to be a good actor. Like, for some, like, he stuck out of my mind as like. He's in good stuff and he's yeah. been good in things. Like, even like kind of recently, there's the OJ Simpson show. Yeah, that's right. And he was like pretty good in that. Yeah, I actually, I, I didn't see the whole thing. My brother watched the whole thing though, and he told me that it, like he's very good in it. Yeah, I don't get it, man. What is this? I, you know what the thing Do is? You just though? need money. I don't think that's it. I think he likes to take certain, like I think he likes to take weird roles and stuff like that. Take challenges with things maybe because i feel like even like when he was like he's taking a lot of movies where like wasn't like he dancing like after and stuff Earth or like something that. like that too i don't know if he's an after that was the will smith movie with oh with his I'm, son. Conf- I'm confusing it with another crazy scientology movie <laughs> oh shit what was that called i'm gonna look it up you keep you keep going on your stats but i mean i don't have any other stats other than that's bad fuck me <laughs> <laughs> Pretty small cast. I mean, I actually like. I tried to look up the budget on this. I couldn't even find the budget on this movie. So if anyone knows what it is, I don't know how much they spent. But there's like maybe ten actors in this movie that actually Battlefield have lines. Earth. Battlefield. Oh, that's okay. what I was thinking of. Yeah, Devin Sawa. He plays Hunter Dunbar. I love that. I just the name Hunter Dunbar. Yeah, something about I'm, it. I'm pretty sure Fred Durst was at like a Dick Sporting Goods, <laughs> and he saw. He saw like up in the sign, like the hunting section. He's yeah. like, Hunter, that's a cool name. And then he saw the uh, armored truck pull up to take the bank deposits from the store. And it said yeah. Dunbar. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I've struck gold. I've made a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Call Hollywood. I got another one. <laughs> I've got a gold cobra over here. <laughs> one biscuit oh, reference. Geez. That's Wes a- Borland. That's the name of his guitar player. I didn't even look it up. West I just Borland. remembered he it. Just remembered it. Yeah. Yeah. He is actually the producer on this movie. No. No. He's not. Okay. <laughs> Buckethead uh, is the producer on yeah. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Only people have shit on their face. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Buckethead filled in after Wes Borland was like, "This band is bullshit." Did he actually? Yeah. I, oh, I remember I didn't that know for. That. I remember that for a minute. I I love that. That's like the guy who was wearing the face paint was like. You're clowns. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that was a part of why he always wore the face paint and stuff because he like he didn't want to be recognizable outside of Limp Bizkit. He was like ashamed. So he was <laughs> he was the uh, he was the Greg Sestero of Limp Bizkit. Yeah, where like which I'm going to compare certain things of this movie to The Room. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, when Greg Sestero was filming The Room with Tommy Wiseau, he. Gave, gave himself that beard intentionally because he didn't want people to recognize him in the movie from his IMDb page, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and then, really, the only other, I would say, like, pivotal character in the movie is uh, Anya Golja. I think that's how you pronounce her name, or Golia. Yeah. Is she, though? Yeah. I mean... Is she, though? She has my favorite line in the movie, so I'm going to say... Oh, wait. Is it... Don't... Don't yet. Just got to save it for me. I, I just got to get I think I know what it is. Oh, that's the moment... I would it would happen. I went, I went whoa, <laughs> I was like, whoa, who whoa? But she plays uh, Leia. I think it's Leia. You got it. <laughs> I wrote it down on the notebook. She has my favorite for line the of the whole movie. So funny. So stupid. <laughs> That's the moment when I heard her say that. I was like, 
who the fuck wrote this movie? Yeah. And I had a I had a suspicion because I don't do the research before this because I like I like it when you do all the work for me. So <laughs> but I had a feeling as I'm watching this, I'm like, Fred Durst had to have had a hand in writing this because it's so douchey. I think he was mainly the only writer on I mean that Dave Beckerman. Oh, I Googled it, him. Literally no presence online. I cannot find anything. I found an obituary for some guy from like Washington State. <laughs> like that's it. I'll ask you one question. Oh, lay it on me. Do you think that there's ever a second draft of the script? No. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> this this movie this movie was written on ten pieces of paper, front and back, <laughs> and then photocopied to all of the actors. The end. Some of um We're filming tomorrow, learn your lines. Some of the, the writing on this movie, man, like not even the dialogue. I mean, the dialogue is complete trash, oh, yeah, but it's horrible. Even just like how things unfold. Everything is so stupid. Like nothing is well thought out in this movie because you can poke holes in this movie for days. Colin, you said nothing's well thought out. I would argue nothing is thought out, <laughs> even shittily. <laughs> like, hey, at a certain point, my notes. I stopped writing notes about the movie. I just started writing lines of dialogue. Oh, good. I was, There's a lot of good ones. I was just amazed about what was being said, I couldn't even critique what was happening. I was just writing, I'm like, uh, hit back 15 seconds, I gotta write all of that down. <laughs> like, I have half the script written in my notebook. Okay, I guess let's just start getting into it. I wanna, I wanna say two lines in particular. Is, is one of them John Travolta's first line in the movie? It is, <laughs> yeah. The first line of the movie is the greatest opening line by your protagonist ever. Oh, yeah. Can't talk too long. I gotta take a poo. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I, I love Ed's poo. I gotta take a poo. You know what's crazy about that? That's in the first three minutes, and it's not the last time he makes a poop. He says something about poop. Not as, like, a joke. He like, just talks about it. He calls another character full of poo-poo. Literally <laughs> says full of poo-poo. He says poo-poo twice. <laughs> so that means John Travolta... The Hollywood actor from Pulp Fiction says poo three times in this movie in the first hour. Um, <laughs> what the fuck is correct. that? Uh, I want to I talk about John Travolta, but the other line of dialogue Poppy that I, I need to say... Oh, Poppycock. 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 It's not, he doesn't even say it like that. He goes, Poppycock. 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 Yeah. There's so many things that we're just talking right now. I'm like... I want to get into this, but I don't want it to be jumbled up, just like thoughts here and there. The other line I need to say, though, is there's like an ADR moment where Leia is talking and she's talking about Moose and she goes, Moose didn't just cross the line. He fucking nuked it. And I went, <laughs> the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he nuked the line. The metaphorical line has been nuked. No, it hasn't just been nuked. It's been fucking fucking nuked. nuked. And I'm like, did you? Was that supposed to be cool? Yeah, it was. It was. You didn't think that was cool? That was the part that I was like, what? (laughs) Oh, that's the part you you were like. I didn't say. I said, wow. I went, wow. Oh my god. All right, dude. dude. And talking about John Travolta because I got. I just want to say this. Yeah. Who plays Moose? He plays Moose, His main character. Name. Yep. I think this is mainly the writing. 
Because I, I do want to say with John Travolta, I think he's actually trying. Oh, he fully commits. And he yeah, he really commits to this role. He's not playing it lightly. Like he is really invested in the character. And I, I think this is one of the few times with John Travolta where you actually see him kind of like become like transforms into a character. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the time it's like you see him and you're like, yeah, that's John Travolta. Maybe he's just doing a different voice or, you know, he's he's yeah. playing a different type of character. But this is really like I showed a few people at work. I'm like, this is what John Travolta looks like in this movie. And, and here's some of his dialogue and stuff. And they're like, whoa, like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie needs to be watched. Yeah. This movie, honestly, like, <laughs> I actually had kind of a good time watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I laughed a lot. Yeah, and probably you for the are wrong not re- supposed for the, for, to. Yeah, yeah for the wrong reasons. Supposed That's, to. I think that that gets into next point I wanted to make. Is this movie offensive? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> because I, it's never stated, but it's very clear that John Travolta is playing autistic person. Yeah, he's yeah. somewhere on the spectrum, mm-hmm. and I don't know how I feel about that. I kept watching it, and my like feelings about the movie varied from being like kind of uncomfortable, being like I sh- I shouldn't be laughing at this. I'm only laughing at it because it's so bad. Right. But like you're laughing more at the dialogue, not the yeah. But there's like parts where main character. There's parts where either it was just like I have no idea what they were going for, and it was just like that's so bizarre, or they were actually trying to get you to laugh at an autistic person. Yeah. Which is not cool yeah messed up yeah and then so i was either uncomfortable for a lot of the movie or towards the end i felt actually disgusted watching the movie (laughs) yeah yeah i mean the movie great way to describe it is disgusting yeah it's just disgusting (laughs) there's not like gross out stuff in it it's just you're watching it and you feel like i took a shower afterwards (laughs) and i'd already taken a shower that morning yeah because i was just like I need to wash this off of me. It was <laughs> that being said, I really enjoyed watching it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like this movie, if you can't tell already, is really fucking bad. Like this movie yeah, is really is terrible. This movie isn't bad in the way that something like I don't know, like Daddy's Home or Holmes and Watson. I don't know, like Holmes and Watson or was, another or Will like, Ferrell movie. <laughs> I was gonna say like Pet Cemetery or whatever, where it's just it's bad and you get no like enjoyment out of it because it's like. There's there's nothing so egregiously awful. It's just bad. Like yeah. there's certain movies where you just watch and you're like, this is just so shitty. Like, and I'm not getting no. You actually get enjoyment out of this a little bit because of some things that happen that are just so awful that you can't help but laugh at it. Yeah. Like there's some things and I'm like, how is this in a movie? I was actually excited watching this because it's literally the only movie so far this year. So therefore, the first movie this year that I've seen. That is so bad that it's good. (laughs) Like, I've seen... This is the 117th movie I've seen this year. Damn. And and it's the first time I've seen a movie where I'm just like, I can laugh at how bad this is. Yeah. Everything else has just been bad, if it is bad. Yeah, I would kind of agree with that, too. I think just based on how actually bad it is, it's going to hit my bottom 10 of the year. I feel like it has to. But it, I, I can't see it being like number one or anything just because like I actually laughed at parts and stuff like that. I'm like, it's it's so bad that this could be not on the same level, but this could be in the same situation as like a The Room. Yeah. Where you buy it just because you're like, I need to show people this shit. Ex- Dude, as soon as Megan got home today, I showed her like five scenes from this movie. I was like, <laughs> you need to watch this. And similarly, like when you, you saw it before me and you... 
you showed me a couple of moments, and I want to talk about one of them specifically. Okay. So we talk about the douchiest of the douchey, Limbiscuit. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> the du- so Hunter is driving around his son. Also, the whole son thing is barely a dynamic in the movie at all. Like, there are so many things that are presented in this movie that have literal no payoff or no development. There's no depth or dimension to any of these characters. Correct. <laughs> there, th- This is such an amateur script. It's bananas. Let's talk it, about this. It's a counterfeit. Let's t- <laughs> You're phony. Um, let's talk about this, and then afterwards we'll go into the characters because I got to bring something up also. But here... All right, lay, so, lay it on, lay it so, on the so, audience. So Hunter, Hunter is driving his son, and then he's like, "You want, you want to hear some music? Got some, some Limb Biscuit. The way he, little biscuit, yeah, little biscuit." I like. Uh, he goes, "You like music? Yeah. How about a little Limb Biscuit?" And then he goes, "You like the biscuit?" And he yeah. goes, "Oh yeah." He's like, hey, "That's nice." He says, "That's hot." He goes, "That's hot. That's hot." <laughs> Like, though I know what he says anymore, like that maybe went in 99 when they were popular. People said that that's hot. But more importantly about that scene, listening to it, he's like, yeah, I used to listen to these guys. It's awesome or whatever. He hits his son with like a, all right, here we go. Like the lyrics are about to start. Like the, down 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 and you're like, here we go. I came into this world as a reject. Look into these eyes. So he goes, here we go. <laughs> 14 seconds go by before the the lyrics start. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, 14 seconds doesn't sound like a long time. I want to do an experiment with you real quick, Colin. So just humor me with this, all right? You ready? Okay. Yeah. Why did the chicken cross the road? Why? To get to the other side. <laughs> That's 14 seconds. That's Here we a, go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> That's a long gap. And there's no dialogue in between then. It's yeah. literally just them listening to a Limp Bizkit riff. riff. Yeah. For 14 seconds. That's one of the that's one of the most egregiously toolish <laughs> moments I've ever seen in a movie. It's so bad. I love it. You, 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 you don't hear I, I thought about it too after the fact and because I showed pe- I showed you, I showed my brothers that part. I was like, I, this, is a, this is so amazing like that this exists. <laughs> so good. And, and I think I think I would come to the conclusion that that could have been cool in that moment. If you had done it in one or two ways, let's just say they're having a conversation and it plays in the background as an Easter egg. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. A little Sneaking Easter egg. Sneaking it in there. Sneaking it in there. Whatever. Or... What if they made like a joke out of it where they're like, you know, you like a little Limp Bizkit or whatever and he plays it and it's like, what the fuck is this? Like type thing. Like it's almost self-aware. Yeah. But no. Or, it's or if li- like the sun is playing, if the sun's like listening to it. He's, yeah. Or he's like, oh, what do you want to listen to? He's like, oh, can I listen to this? And he puts it on. Mm-hmm. And the dad's just like, the fuck? Like, you can't listen to this. Like this is dog shit <laughs> or whatever. Like, yeah. Like it, it could have been, it could have actually been more like self-aware, no, or just like, it, it, or like it could have been finessed. Where if if Fred Durst really needed his music in the movie, which he did, that it could have actually been smart. It's so egregious because it's just like the whole movie stops to basically be like, yeah, 
my band's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. It, just I think this whole movie was a trick just to get uh, a free Limp Bizkit advertisement out of Devin Sawa. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to fucking make this movie and I'm going to make that motherfucker say he <laughs> loves my band. I, I, I guarantee I honest- Fred Durst had his had no pants on when they were filming that and just had a red Yankees hat over his dick and balls. And he was just leaning back in his director's chair. Be like, say that was hot. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it all for the nookie. <laughs> he, he, I kept saying at work though, my, my coworker, which I saw him like around, like I kept going like, you like a little biscuit, <laughs> like a little biscuit. <laughs> Don't talk to your son like that. You fucking purr. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Um, Talk about your son's biscuits. <laughs> that was one of the worst. So cringy. So cringy. It was <laughs> so cringy. I wanted to talk about the characters, though, because the, you said the characters are like super surface level and all that. Like there's oh, yeah. nothing to them. Something that is probably, if you're just going on like a film standpoint, the worst part about this movie, at least me personally, I felt like there's no conflict in the movie that actually makes you root for someone. No. Because the main character, Moose, even though there is something wrong with him, he's displaying like serious stalker tendencies and doing things that are not okay. Right. And they go on to be on the level of criminal. And you're you're like, dude, that's not cool. This movie, I think, would have been better suited if you were on the side of the actor just because... Your main character is Moose and you're falling around him and you really want to feel for him. But as the movie goes on, you end up siding with the actor and stuff because like that. Because he starts doing just insane stuff, like yeah. next level crazy stuff. But the actor from the get-go is so unreasonably Dickish. mean. Yeah. yeah. Like literally like the first scene of the movie that they show him is he's doing like a book signing and he has to leave. And then Moose follows him outside and he's basically just like, hey, like... You know, I, I really wanted, I bought this jacket. I really wanted to get it signed from you. And his basically reaction to him, he's like, how about I sign your forehead with my fist? That's an autograph that you're not going to want to get, buddy. And I'm like, what yeah, the that's hell? True. <laughs> and, then, and then he shows up at his house like later. Oh, I want to talk about that. Okay. Because, yeah, he shows up at his house and then <laughs> the actor's like, yeah, you want an autograph? When he, so then he writes something on his shirt, John Travolta's shirt. Yeah. That moment is played up like he stabbed the pen through his chest. And John yeah. Travolta reacts like he's dying. Yeah. He's like... <gasps> I don't think his hand ever moves, too. Like, it literally looks like he stabs him, but then he walks away and, and it says Hunter on his shirt. Like, he wrote Hunter on his shirt. Which also, is pretty cool. Also, which I'm pretty sure the way that Hunter is written on his shirt is in the same handwriting as Moose's character throughout the movie. That's awesome. <laughs> so dumb. It was probably all actually just written by Fred Durst. Oh no, it, it it totally was. That handwriting is almost like a graffiti style. Yeah, I've never like looked into this, but I have a feeling that Fred Durst may have drawn some of the artwork for like the Limp Bizkit logo and stuff Maybe like, like that. The early stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was just like, okay, that was. I know exactly <laughs> what happened there. Um, <laughs> more insertion but, but then what, what should have actually happened probably and more realistic was if hunter dunbar was basically just like what the fuck you can't be coming to my house but you know what like here you came all this way here's your like here's your autograph he signs it yeah like that's what would, a normal celebrity would do would be they pissed would, off but they would they do would it mad. they would appease them and be like now please yes stay away yeah 
and instead the guy basically attempts to stab him with a pen. And I don't know if it's that scene or if it's the scene when when uh, Moose, Moose is yeah after the Limp Biscuit scene where Moose isn't even at the house. I mean, he was at the house, right. but Moose is just walking down the street yeah. and he basically gets out of his car and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he literally says something like. I'm going to take my shotgun and show it so far up your ass. You're going to be you're spitting being, blood and bullets. Yeah, you're going to be shitting out blood and bullets. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Yeah, dude. Oh, well, before that, because the reason Moose is in the neighborhood is that he spent the night at Hunter's house without Hunter knowing. Like He was like hiding out or whatever because he was in there when Hunter came home, which I don't think it was part of his plan. And then he just ended up staying in there, which that whole thing when like he, he's sleeping in the chair and he's like touching his like iron and stuff. I laughed so Dude, hard. I rewound it. Cause I'm like, did he touch his ear and then and taste sniff it? it? He sniffed it. Oh, sniffed it. Yeah. Yeah. So dude, that's ridiculous. But also before that, the when kiss, he first, man. well, the kiss is great. The kiss. I lost it. <laughs> I took a picture of it. I I actually I watched it on my break at work, and that part happened, and I laughed so loud. I bet everybody in the office heard me laughing. At it. <laughs> That's great, dude. But when he first gets into the house, like before they come home, he's like going around and he's touching everything. I really want to know, like, I want to see, like, interviews with Travolta or Durst about, like, the process. I wonder if John Travolta was allowed to, like, ad-lib a lot of stuff. Because I can't imagine it was actually written what he did when he got to that piano. Do you remember? Yeah. Like, he's standing at the piano. He's just banging the keys. He's like, you want to rock and you're going to roll and you're rolling and rocking all day long. Yeah. It's just so, so stupid. It's so stupid. He's just smashing the piano. Was, I was like, I hope that's just Travolta having a good, good time. time. <laughs> that was actually him making fun of Fred Durst's music. Probably. <laughs> well, you're uh, a phony, but na 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 yeah, the, the part when he's in his house, I laughed so hard at multiple points. Oh, the man. kiss though is that the kiss is the oh, hardest I laughed the oh, entire how, movie. How about when he looks in his his freezer and he goes, "All that money, no ice cream." <laughs> That's actually the only plot point that comes back. Oh, the ice cream, yeah, yeah. Because when he's tied up, he's like, "You should get ice cream." <clears throat> Why don't you have any ice cream? And he's like, okay, I'll go buy ice cream. You mm-hmm. untie me, I'll go buy ice cream right now. There's a few, there's a few uh, like minor ideas in this movie that I think are like okay. You're st- stretching, like you're stretching it now. I think uh, there's actually like two choices that I would consider style choices. One I think is kind of cool. One I really hated. Actually, oh, there's a couple that I really hated, but <laughs> <laughs> the one that I think is okay is when um, and granted it looks dumb, but it actually is kind of like kind of cool, I guess. It's when Moose is looking at Dunbar signing the books and they like change it so it's like oh, all yeah. black and there's like a spotlight on him because it's yeah. kind of like almost to be like that's how Moose like views him like a hero type thing. Yeah. But the and way it just plays, like everybody else like fades away. Yeah. And stuff. yeah. The one the, when he's like basically like convincing him like we're going to be friends. I'm going to sign all your stuff and like you just let me out of here and everything turns pink for one reason. Yeah. Didn't get that. That was fucking stupid. And the drawings that like intersplice what was that some axe or whatever why i don't know what that was that was weird it didn't make any sense he fred durst probably knew an artist and he wanted to like throw him some money throw him a bone <laughs> yeah exactly it's just like i'm oh, my friend i got a friend who does animation and, and you know what? it's like some of the it's weird the way they pop up in the movie too because the way they poppycock up in the movie <laughs> the first one shows up though and it's like here's your main you know your main character he's your protagonist he lives in hollywood 
there's an actor on like that's famous named Hunter Dunbar. It kind of sets the movie up. I thought and it was just going to be kind of like a title card situation. That's what I like thought after like, the fir- after the opening scene. Mm-hmm. But then like there's other parts that are like direct spoilers because then yeah. there's this there's a a drawing of like him laying on the ground with like blood coming out of his head and then that happens like a minute or two later. I was like, yeah. really just spoil that part? Granted it plays out a little bit differently, but right. That was just weird. Also, I had to say, I have to say this. I love that this movie starts up with a fake quote from the character in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, dude, this this fucking movie is just a limp biscuit circle jerk. It's just it's just it's Fred Durst in a room full of mirrors, just masturbating onto a plate and then drinking out of that plate. That's what the fuck. And that's not even more fucked up than anything in this movie. Yeah, the ending ending's real fucked up. Well, before we get to that, because I want to go back to another character. Can we talk okay. about Todd the God? Todd the God. Is he the is he the bully? Yeah, the bully D bag who's like also working on like yeah, the that, Hollywood I strip. I hated that too. Like we've talked about how much we hate bullies in like movies in high school, like kids and stuff like that. Yeah. This is an adult bully. And he's yeah. acting like a kid. <laughs> yeah. And he's like he's, I, I get it. I get the idea that they're like scamming. Like he does like quote unquote magic. So that people are distracted. Then he has a a second guy who's picking pockets out of the crowd. But like his magic trick, dude, all of his dialogue is the douchiest. I think that's the point of his character. He's just like an uber douche. (laughs) But I think that Fred Durst thought he was awesome. There's the one line. I forget exactly what it is. But basically, he's just like, oh, Moosey, want to go home? Moosey, Moosey. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck is this? So stupid. they're, they're, They're adult con artist bullying a mentally handicapped person yeah good job fred way to go way to go freddy <laughs> fucking a man but like his the magic trick that todd the god does he just puts a nail through his nose yeah I know. but he actually does it because he's bleeding everywhere well that's thought, his quote-unquote magic well, trick. i thought he i thought he said he says something like a little bit of like hollywood magic fake blood like i think they he did it somehow not for real oh then i just missed it because i was so enamored with how douchey he was like every line he's like because even when he's like hyping up the crowd i'm like there's no way on earth any crowd would actually circle around such a tool bag because he because he's just like he's just like yeah we out here in hollywood doing it up big time like saying shit like that i'm like you're fucking joke like you fucking goon like nobody would give a shit what you're talking about he says um I'm gonna put this nail through my fucking nose. Anybody got a Monster Energy drink? And they don't they show like money like raining down or something like that. Like yeah, dude. But um, you know, I was talking People about are like, throwing like twenty bills at him. I was talking about like how like a lot of the writing in this movie also just doesn't make sense from like if you dra- actually think about it. So he's like a sidewalk performer on like Hollywood Boulevard or something like that. Oh, Gavna. And he's playing, you know, it, it makes sense, like, in New York City, people will dress up as, like, Spider-Man and shit like that. Like, things that people are actually yeah. like, oh, it's Spider-Man, or, like, you know, Wolverine, or... Characters. Characters. Yeah. People take a picture, you get a dollar. He dresses up as a British cop. Yeah. And, like, one, you're not going to make any money. Nobody wants to see that. Two, they establish that he doesn't make any money in the movie doing it. So how can he pay rent and pay for all this memorabilia and all this? Also, he's like the clumsiest person ever. He makes like he's like super obvious about everything and lumbering yeah. around. Why does the bully want to recruit him so bad to help pick pockets? Right, <laughs> right. 
Like, it what makes good, no sense. What good would that do you? They almost, like, make the character, like, super dumb, too. Like, there's a lot of things that the character does that, like I said, I think they're playing it he for laughs. He says poof three times yeah. in this movie. I think they're playing it for laughs, but it's not cool to be playing it for laughs. No, it is not. <laughs> so, And I don't understand his relationship to the woman. Like, I know she's, like, paparazzi or something. Yeah. But, like... There's no explanation of why, what, how are they friends? Like, what is their relationship? How did they meet? Like, why does she care for him? Like, what? There's no why in this movie. There's literally no why. They just wrote what happens with no sort of understanding of, of backstory. Like, there is nothing that makes a movie in this movie with the exception of actors and cameras and words. But there's no depth in anybody. The girl is pointless. The, her only point in the movie is to tell him about... Okay, okay, okay. Oh, my God. Here's another thing. You want to talk about things that are not thought out? Her only point in the movie is to tell him about a Star Maps app. Yeah. He lives in Hollywood, and he works on the Hollywood Strip where they sell Star Maps. How has he never heard of Star Maps before? I like, yeah, he's like, how'd you find out, find out about my house? Oh, wait, you're talking about the, the kid? Or you're I'm talking, talking, about, talking about Moose. Moose? Like, yeah. you telling me Moose has never heard of a star map? And then, yeah, also the actor. Like, you don't realize that you're on star maps? Yeah. <laughs> what? How'd you find my house? <laughs> also, I want to know, do you know if Fred Durst has any kids? I don't know. I don't think he does. I have a feeling he doesn't because the kid in this movie is probably like, what, 12, maybe? Yeah, he's pretty young. Maybe maybe a little bit. Maybe he's 13 or something. I don't know. Yeah, 13, 12 or 13. There's like a three-minute scene where the dad is explaining to his son that it's important to brush his teeth. If you start telling your son at 13 <laughs> that it's important to brush his teeth, my son is three, and when I tell him, hey, it's bedtime, we turn out the lights, and he goes and gets his toothbrush. He's three, and he knows that he has to brush his teeth. <laughs> and the dad is telling this kid, he's like, yeah, you got to brush your teeth twice a day. You're a man now. And that's what men do. Yeah. Like, it's also what kids, kids should, should do. do. It's what everybody should do. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you wait until he was a teenager to be like, oh, by the way, are you brushing your teeth? Because <laughs> you smell like dog shit. <laughs> so I'm assuming Fred Durst doesn't have kids because he's just like, what should he be talking to his kid about? I don't know what you talk to kids about. I don't know. Tell him to brush his teeth. <laughs> what else are you talking about yeah it had been advertised to me beforehand by the by one of my friends who had watched it and they were like you just gotta wait to the ending like just get to oh, the man. ending oh um, yeah let's oh, let's talk about this the ending made me feel so dirty yeah dude. It, was, it made me feel so like oh, i hated bad it. watching i it. hated it so <laughs> it's so stupid and like it's bad from all everything about it is bad it it goes so off the rails, and I think Fred Durst thought that he was being really all like this is like man, this is so this is edgy. edgy, like this is so badass, but like it just feels so like wrong, and the acting is so bad, and the events that play out are just trash. Like it, yeah. like so they don't actually show how it happens, but Moose gets into Hunter's house and ties him up in his sleep. Yeah, but like ties him up like excessively. Like how did he not wake up? And, yeah. And, but then basically he like wears like a Jason Voorhees mask and like which is that copyright infringement? I don't know. How they get away with that stuff? 
I don't know. But he like pretends to stab him. Basically, like he it happens like three times in the movie where he like plays a trick on him where he's like Yeah. First he three times in a row. Yeah. First he makes him believe that he, he killed himself. Then he like stabs him. And then there's one other thing that I think he said he's he's, he's gonna he do. He does he and I had a question about this because John Travolta was in Pulp Fiction, Tarantino's movie before that, Reservoir Dogs, he reenacts the Reservoir Dogs thing. Because he, he pulls out the can and, and he's like, oh, and he's doing the stuck in the middle with you and he's throwing gasoline on. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, is that supposed to be a nod to Travolta having been in Reservoir or not Reservoir Pulp Dogs, Fiction? having been in Pulp Fiction working with Tarantino and Tarantino's film before that being Reservoir Dogs? I feel like that's spitting in the face of Tarantino. <laughs> it might be. Travolta should have been like, nah, come on, man. I'm not going to do that. That's like borderline disrespectful to Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> but he, but nope, Travolta was like, ah, I love it. I've worked with that guy. I could totally pull that off. revive my career. Yeah. Just like you're going to, Fred. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Fred. But yeah, like that. There's that, nothing limp about your biscuit. <laughs> that happens a bunch of times where he basically tricks him. And then Hunter tricks him. And then he headbutts him. <laughs> and then he grabs a shotgun mounted to his bed, apparently. <laughs> As we all have, we got a we got a our shotgun futon here. Now I guess like there's a lot of parts in the movie where they set up that he is angry, but I feel like they never set up that he's like a psycho, ex- yeah, psychopath because he shoots off Moose's fingers. Oh, that was great! And then, <laughs> and then he basically not kicks him downstairs. Yep. And then he basically tortures them by like yeah, blowing out both like, his eardrums. He, like yeah. he shoots like near both his ears and intentionally to like. And then he pulls out a knife and he's basically just like he stabs his eye out, right? He, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna like this or something like that. And he stabs his eye. And then basically at that moment he's like, Oh shit. And like I've gone too far. Yeah, he's like, I may <laughs> he's like George Lucas when they were making uh the Phantom Man, he's like, I, I think we may have gone too far in some areas. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but he just feels bad. Also, like the way that John Travolta is like crying is like really like infantile and like oh, just yeah. really weird Childish. and bad. Like yeah. the acting's bad and stuff. And then he basically he just like gets up and he gets him like a towel for like his hand after he literally tortured him. Tortured him. He cut off his fingers and he stabbed at his eye and then he just sends him on his way. Yep. And then they like play out this last scene where like the cops show up. They arrest and the actor. They arrest the actor because Moose killed the guy's like like um, maid, maid or whatever, maid girlfriend or yeah, whatever, maid girlfriend. Which, by the way, this that makes no sense from a, just from like no, there's no payoff. Also, nobody ever nobody ever noticed that she was dead. No one noticed that she's no dead. one found her body. But like, even though it was just out in the open of the yard, so Hunter Dunbar doesn't tell them like, hey, this guy broke into my house. Like I was defending myself. He must have killed her. Also, they established that he's been posting every picture from in his house on social media. Right. It's never a thing like, just look at the dude's social media. He clearly broke into my house. Right. Like, there's so many plot holes in that. But no, I guess he just goes goes to jail. And then they make a joke about Moose, you know, mentally handicapped person who just got assaulted yeah. by drawing him as a pirate. And the movie ends. Yep. <laughs> yep. Jeez. <laughs> This movie has no shame in its game. Oh, so bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Also, this I d- movie's so bad. I just want to say when he kills the maid, that is one of my favorite moments in the movie also because oh, it's so good. Because just the like 
the way like the death plays out doesn't look like it would have killed someone, but nope. I guess it does. But then just like the line, like she's clearly dead and she's got like blood coming out of her nose, and he just goes, "He's like, yeah, bloody nose. He, just put, put paper towels up there, it'll dry it up. That's and it won't be bleeding anymore." The line itself makes me laugh so hard because he just goes, "He goes, oh." That's a nosebleed. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, this movie, so bad that you kind of enjoy some of it. Some of it is just so bad that you're like, come the fuck on. But, like, the, the Todd the God performance, that guy, I liken it to the drug dealer in the room. Like he's, like, uber intense and, yeah. like, over the top. And also wearing a black tank top. <laughs> Where's my fucking money, Denny? What, what the fuck did we watch? What is this? I don't know. Do you have anything else? I have two really minor things to, to just go off real quick. No, I feel... Th- these aren't actual, like... these. This isn't really anything about the movie itself in terms of, like, it's writing anything. These are just minor things that I noticed that I was like, that's dumb. That's dumb. You notice the part where they, like, he goes into his house and Hunter Dunbar has all of his accolades splayed out across the table? Yeah. They're literally stock trophies from like a little league. <laughs> like oh, it's awesome. just it's like just like a like they're supposed to be like acting awards, but they're just like like generic stars. It's like and yeah, stuff it's like, it's like a star, and then like most of them don't even say what they're for. It'll just say like the plaque on it just says Hunter Dunbar. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an award for Hunter, Hunter Dunbar. Because <laughs> all participation trophies. Because yeah, they were that's what they were. So that, that made me laugh. I was like, really? You couldn't even... What the hell? No and, no effort in the details. And the other thing, I liked how the <laughs> the credits played out. One, because they they play the credits twice, which is absurd. Oh. Once in the beginning, I, once at the end. But, I didn't even... Well, yeah, that's true. But I, as soon as it ended, I was like, off. I don't care if there's a post-credit. But you know what's funny? You know how like most of the time it'll be like Leonardo DiCaprio, and then it'll say Rick Dalton. You yeah. know, like that? This says John Travolta is, is moose. moose. Yeah, that's the thing I saw, and I went, got it, done. Is moose is moose? Yeah, and I was like, jeez. So. He just. I hope that the next time we see John Travolta in a movie, he actually has become moose, and now all of the movies he does, it's John Travolta is moose in Face Off Two. <laughs> but now it's Moose playing the character of whoever he's supposed to be in his new movie. Yeah, Keep that hairstyle. Uh, that, oh my god, that wig or whatever that was. If that was his, I hope that hair, was his real hair. That's insane. I hope. I don't know that for sure. I'm just gonna throw it out there that it is because you know, whatever. Call me John. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, dude. I really <laughs> don't know what to say about this anymore. There's not much to say, but I, I guess, I guess one thing we could say is what the critics say and the audience say. I actually have something for this, too, when we do the Tomato Tomato. I, I found some reviews that I really wanted to read. Oh, okay. Not a lot. I have, like, three that All are right. pretty decent. Let's do the Tomato Tomato first. Hit me with it. Tomato. The critics are scoring it at an 18%. <laughs> Yay. So it's 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 a step up from his previous four movies. Better than zero. Yeah. Hey, He's making a comeback. And you know what? I feel like most of the reviews that I see are basically just like, this movie's not good, but Travolta gave it his all. Yeah. He put forth the effort. Yeah. And the audience, they're bringing this in at a 40%. 40%. They were digging on this. They're like, yeah, man. Yeah, 40% still failing, but yeah, better. What are you going? You might be surprised. I'm going tomato. 
Okay. Your letter grade? Give it a D minus. Oh, what the fuck? I didn't <laughs> want to fail it because there's so much that I want to go back and watch and show people that that, mo- that movie made me laugh quite a few times for just how terrible it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's bringing me some level of joy. I didn't hate watching this. So for that reason, if a 59 is failing, I'm just giving this a 60. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm just, just passing it only for the sake that it is a must see of a dog shit movie. <laughs> I can acknowledge it's some of the worst writing I've seen all year. It's trash. It's good. It's fucking gutter trash. It is a horrible movie, but I kind of like that. I, it's it, a train wreck. It's, it is a train wreck. I'm going tomato. I'm giving it an F. <laughs> yeah, I figured I, you I had the I had the same reaction. Like, I laughed a lot, but technically, from almost any standpoint that you look at this movie, it's some of the worst that you're going to see this year. Absolutely. It's, it's just, it is so bad that parts are unintentionally funny. Right. But I can't, I can't give a movie a passing grade because it's so bad that it's unintentionally funny. <laughs> you know what? I don't give a shit. <laughs> so. But what would you give a movie like The Room? An F. Really? But yeah. you like it. Because it's so, like, like this is something that I might even possibly one day be like, you know what, I'm going to buy this because I want to put it on and show people how bad it is. Yeah, see, that's the thing is that I didn't, I didn't just grade it from a standpoint of like, okay, how do I grade literally every other movie I've seen this year? I graded this more on the experience of it than I did the quality of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, literally everything about the movie made it an F. And the only thing I would just tick it up a little bit is the fact that I laughed quite a few times and I have a, have a this urge to show people this movie. <laughs> and I really want people to see it. So it's the only reason why I scored it. I honestly have seen a lot of bad movies this year. This might not make my bottom 10. This might make my top 10. Oh, no. No, it probably won't. <laughs> I think I've already seen 10 movies this year that are in the A range. It also bothers me, though, with this movie, how unapologetically, like, offensive it is. Like, it's like... Yeah, there are some things that are... You know what? Let's do it this way. I acknowledge this movie is an F. It is an F. Experience-wise, I'm giving it a D-. minus. Okay. That's it. As a movie, it's an F. As my experience watching it was a D- minus experience. Because I had to rewind certain scenes and just be like, I got to see that again. (laughs) I can't believe that fucking happened. Yeah. If the movie was just the scene of Hunter driving and listening to Limp Bizkit, it would have been an A+. (laughs) (laughs) In which case, it would have been a Limp Bizkit music video. I'm also okay with that. But, dude, some of the reviews on this movie, I'm, I'm talking specifically audience reviews. Yeah. Fucking incredible. Give me a few. All right. I don't have too many that are worthwhile. There's actually, I've seen some critic reviews that are positive. Yeah, I mean, it's got 18%. Few people had to have liked it. If 100 people did it, 18 of them liked it. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy to think that those people have legitimate jobs as critics and we're here sitting on a futon. <laughs> uh, but most of the positive reviews are like what you said. It's people are like, John Travolta's fantastic. I don't think he's fantastic. I think I, I, I think he gives committed. it his all. Yeah, yes. he's committed, 
He's not great, mm-hmm. but at least he's taking it seriously. He's not phoning it in, which is an issue I have with some actors. Like, there's actors where you see them in something, you're like, I know you're good, but you're so obviously just, like, not giving a shit. Like, yeah. I like that he he was probably over-delivering on a movie that didn't deserve it. Yeah, for sure. But a Sim S okay. gave it five stars. All one sentence. What a movie. I never seen a movie like this before. Very creative movie. Okay. <laughs> Concise, thought out, respect it. <laughs> F from M, five stars. Fucking funny as fuck for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Jeez. Fucking funny, funny as, as fuck. fuck. That guy fucks. <laughs> and then I got one that is probably my favorite from Ralph R. Five stars. I wish I could poop in the director of this movie's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been better if he said poo. <laughs> yeah. Beyond brand. Dude, there's like a shocking amount of positive reviews for this from the audience. It really bums me out. And a lot of these are like from the past couple of days. Well, I think this is on this is on VOD. Like like I think it came out in theaters for a very limited amount of time. Oh, I just found another one. <laughs> okay. So get this. Well, I liked it. I mean, the ending could have been better, but this is often the case. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> so his review is a negative critique about the ending, but he still gave it a perfect, perfect score. score. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Swampies for that's what, you. That's what we're dealing with right now. <laughs> that's the world that we live in. You can literally say, the ending sucked. Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> what? I liked everything about this movie except the entire third act. Five stars. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Maybe he thought it was out of 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, God, man. Well, we did it. Yeah, somebody had to. We were kind of wondering what we were going to do this week. We had a, like, a little bit of an off week. Yeah, well, I, we've talked about a few movies that are out right now. Downton Abbey just seems boring as shit, and I have no interest in seeing it. But I think that one's getting fairly decent reviews. There's uh, actually there's like three movies out right now. They're all like low to mid eighties. I saw Ad Astra. I'm gonna see that probably Tuesday. I think that'll probably be next episode, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So we so we got that in the chamber for everybody, and then after that is uh, shit. After that, I think we're already coming up on Joker soon. It is literally it's less than two weeks. I'm so excited. Yeah, I think it's thirteen days. Thirteen days, twelve days. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. All yeah, I know no, you're right. is that the Devil season opens the same day as Joker, so I'm counting the down the days for both of them. Nice. Yeah. Devils and Joker mm-hmm. go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, this one was a you know like they say in Hollywood, you do one for them and then you do one for you. Yeah. This this one was for us. I feel like it was also for him, but yeah. No, I, I, I know mean, what you're saying. well, the movie he made it for him. Yeah. It's all it's totally masturbatory. But this episode, we chose to do this oh, movie. Oh, I totally agree. That one's for us. I didn't even say this. This movie is such like a novelty and like such a movie that was just made for us because like yeah, a, like a huge inside joke between us. I don't even know if it's inside, but like we might I, we've talked about it on the podcast before. I, but I feel like when me and you first started like becoming like good friends, making fun of Limp Biscuit was something that was that it, was like it's how we came together. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> our relationship is built on a foundation of Limp Bizkit. <laughs> and I couldn't be more proud of that. I think I think I was like, hey, you ever see them play in 99? Here, check this shit out. We it just blew my mind because I haven't seen it. Oh, man. Fuck seats. 
It's so good. I don't make the rules. Yeah, we said it before, but if you ever get a moment, look up the what is it like the Amphitheater? It's like the Honest, Rock Am Amphitheater, like ninety nine. I think we should post it on our Instagram when this episode drops. We should. Like we should cut just our favorite moments from it, even if we have to put it in our like the what's the the IG story, but the IGTV. Yeah, you can do like longer things than that. Don't put the oh, you know what? Maybe put the whole thing. It's like an hour. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like forty five minutes. Oh, it's so good. I've shown it to people though, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I need to show you this part. It's right at the beginning of them playing Nookie, and I like skip right to I'm like, it's right, it's right at thirty nine fourteen, and they're like, what the hell? Like, yeah, why do you know dude, that? I've gotten to the same point where I'm just like, oh, scrub to thirteen and thirteen minutes and eighteen <laughs> seconds. They're like, why? I'm like, just do it, just, and you do, and it's like the bass players making those orgasm faces while yeah, he's playing. Yeah, and they're just like. Why do you know that that's there? I'm like, I've seen this like a hundred times. I have it saved on my, I have like a playlist that's just that video on my YouTube. It's so good. Oh man. Yeah. So we will post about that. You know what? We could probably put the video up on our website or just at least a link to the video on our website. Yeah. We could just do one whole, one whole tab that it just says Limp Biscuit for some reason on our website and you click it and it's just that show. <laughs> it's the full video. You'd be like, what the fuck does this have to do with movie? Feeling it. Feel it. Pinky out. Dude, uh, the dance moves. Oh, oh my God. That video is insane. Yeah. We'll, we'll put that up there in, in some way or another. If we don't put it on Instagram, we'll post on our Instagram how you can find it. Maybe it'll be on our Facebook or something. We'll just pop the link there. I actually said to Ryan, I was like, I don't know how long we're going to talk about this movie. We've talked about it way longer than I thought we would. <laughs> we Well, we talked about Limbiscuit a lot. I don't know if we talked about the movie as much as, <laughs> as we could have. But, dude, just Swampy's out there. Go and f- watch this movie. This it's is you don't even need to leave watching. the house. This is on like what is it? Voodoo VOD. Yeah, yeah, it's on you, all. You can pay you can like rent three it on bucks. YouTube. Yeah, for yeah. this thing already. It's worth every penny. It's worth all three dollars. And you know and what's one thing more. that is good about it's it? It's worth a three dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> that's why three three dollar bills, y'all. You know, one thing that I just say that's good about this movie is it's not like it's it's pretty lean. It has to be because there's nothing to it's like it. But it's like an hour and twenty five. Yeah, yeah, like you'll, you'll you'll get through it quick. Whatever. Yeah, dude, you can watch it. You can start it on your drive to work, and you can finish it on your lunch break. Yeah, sounds safe to me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you fucking swampies already know what to do. Go to two dudes Check out all of our stuff. I'm fucking tapped. Go listen to Limp Biscuit. Seek out that video of them playing live. Watch the fanatic. And until then. Suck it, losers! Check one, two. Microphone check. Yo. You're a phony! Limp biscuit style! Chocolate starfish! <laughs> John Otto! Take it to the Matthews Bridge! <laughs> <laughs> Can you feel it? <laughs> Get the fuck up! There's a lot of parts where he talks about like the my generation and stuff like that. Yeah. Where we don't don't give a fuck. No, about. I love I love uh what is it? Um Um with 37 tons of new millennium. Dum diddy dum. Where's it coming from? Mrs. Aguilera, come and get some. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Not a good rapper. 
switching over now to the new microphone settings. So the new millennium. <laughs> dum diddy dum. <laughs> Where's it coming from? It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody, Everybody sucks. <laughs> you don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of that song, I think, is uh, what does he say? Um, and if my day keeps going this way, I just might break your fucking face tonight. Give me something to break. I, I like how he's like, I like how he, he's very like legal conscious in a way, because he's like warning you. He's like, I hope you know I pack a chainsaw and I'll skin your ass raw. What does that mean? Well, exactly what it sounds like. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll just lay down the guy and skin his skin ass, his ass. <laughs> with a chainsaw. Can you lay down, sir?